0: God is with us. He's on our side. He's leading us and guiding us. It's truly been an honor to be here with you in fellowship with your pastors. But I'll just tell them, like I tell the Lord, don't give up on me. I'll make it after a while. Amen. I, I just tell the Lord, don't give up on me. You're a faith man now. You started this faith project. So one of these days, we'll get there, you know. maybe heaven when we get there, but we'll get there. But we love you. We thank you for putting up with us. We thank you for all your sown and giving and all your kindness uh, since we've been here in all the departments that's uh, worked uh, feverishly to make this happen and people behind the scenes that's never seen or understood, you know, but uh, I love you and appreciate you because I know what it takes to put on a meeting. And I appreciate your hard work. I appreciate your commitment and dedication. Because I've seen some of you scurrying around here like little mice chasing cheese. You know what I mean? So I know you're very disciplined and, and, and good to do what you're supposed to do. And we all have a task to do. And, and just briefly, you know, when you're in the ministry of help, sometimes you don't realize that you are actually in the ministry. And there's an anointing to function in that office. Just like there is for a pastor or apostle or prophet. I used to be anointed. I'm telling you anointed to be an usher for Dad Hagen. God would show me things supernaturally. About things that would happen before it would happen. I would be so in tune with the spirit. Not the natural. He would show me things. I was trained naturally you know. Go ahead and sit down. <laughs> but he would show me things. In fact, I'll just go ahead and tell you this since you got me started this way about that. But I encourage you in ministry of help. You pray just as much as you're just going to get up here and preach. I'm telling you, there's an anointing that will be on you in the sound department, the camera department, uh, the uh, overseeing department, the uh, food department, uh, the holy roller department, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, the chair warming department, whatever it is, you pray it up. I was at uh, Dad Hagen's camp meeting, and I met Jesus. Let me tell you how I met him. I seen him in, in the flesh, Jesus, in Dad Hagen's camp meeting. In the ministry of helps, I was an usher. I was As an usher, I was happier than a hog waller in slop. Now, that's happy. And that's good country talk for city folks. Hog likes to waller in slop. I'll just tell you the truth about it. Because I at that position, I was so happy, so fulfilled at that time in my life. Be fulfilled at what you're called to do. Don't feel like you're not necessary because you are. I don't know why I'm saying this, but Holy Ghost knows what he's doing. I encourage you. Don't be discouraged because promotion comes from God. Don't look to people. Don't think about that. When time comes, God knows where you're at. And he's going to blow the horn, and he's going to say, come on. Brother Hagin, I noticed something about him. He always liked to call on working folks. Somebody wasn't lazy, you know. It seemed like they kind of got promotions and everything. But anyway, let me tell you how I met Jesus in the Ministry of Helps. So you can meet Jesus in the Ministry of Helps. (laughs) I was in the back uh, part of Dad Hagin's camp meeting, you know, down at Tulsa Convention Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and... uh, I was up in the back. I call it the crow's nest. They had assigned me over that area because they allowed drug addicts and alcoholics to come in, street people, off the road. They didn't turn them away. They allowed them to come in, but they made them sit in a certain area where they didn't bother people. You know, that's understandable, you know. And they put me over that section <laughs> because of my previous career path. You. <laughs> I just fit right in with the rest of them, you know. So I'm standing up there as big as Ike. Now, Granny knows who Ike is. You might know, might not know, but Granny does. This fellow over here does. I can just tell by looking at him and some of these other folks. I ain't trying to date them or nothing. But I was standing up there big as Ike doing my job. Yes, sir. You know who Ike is. Yeah, they'll teach you. But anyway. Papa and Granny will teach you about Ike. But anyway, big as Ike, they call it in the country. And I was doing my job, and all of a sudden, I saw this fellow come out of the back. And he had uh, uh, real kind of longer hair. You know, I don't mean that, but down. And uh, he looked disheveled, unkept. And I thought, well, where's he going? But immediately when he stepped out, the Spirit of God alerted me. And I said, something's not right about that fellow. In the Spirit of God, that's what just come up if something's not right about that fella. I am talking about being anointed to be in that position. Now, I was watching this guy, and he was on the main floor, and he was headed like on a mission or a task to go straight to Dan Hagen on that platform. Well, we had already been trained as ushers of what to do. Back in those days, we had throwing down services. <laughs> we had fruits, nuts, and flakes. I have bodily carried people out under the power. Boom. <laughs> because of weird things that people would do. We had what Brother Hagin called them crazy maddox. You know what I mean? Instead of charismatic, he called them crazy maddox. Your pastors would know what I'm talking about. But anyway, i seen this guy going. And he, he just looked like he had a purpose. Every time he got to a place he could sit down, he didn't take that place. He just kept on going. And he was walking past ushers there. And I was thinking, well, why don't somebody stop him? Why don't somebody stop him? And then suddenly, right in my spirit, about halfway, he was halfway up to the auditorium to get to where Brother Hagin was. In my spirit, the Lord said, go get him. He's going to Dad Hagen." So I come flying down out of the crow's nest. There was a hidden steps in the back. Most people didn't know it was there. And shot out from under the bleachers. And I come out there and I started walking real fast. And I called him about a, he was about one quarter of the way left to be into the platform where Brother Hagin was. The TV cameras and all that stuff was there. All the wheels in the middle of the wheels. The dignitary section. You know, Ezekiel saw the wheels in the middle of the wheels. You know what I mean? So these were wheels in the middle of the wheels. that were in the dignitary section. I'm right there by them. And this guy, so I just grabbed him by the elbow. And I stopped him, you know. And I was a pretty big fella, you know. Six foot four. I can't tell you how many butter beans I had, but I preached the full gospel. I can tell you that right now. My God, there's no question about me. (laughs) Full gospel, my God. I grabbed him by the arm. Not hard to hurt him or nothing, but just stop him and arrest his gate going on to the platform and of course everybody's seeing this we're right in the middle of this thing and I sir grabbed him and I said sir how can I help you can I help you get a seat he said oh no he said I'm Jesus and I've come with a message for Dad Hagen I said why me Lord <laughs> why Why me here I am I got Jesus by the arm I got Jesus by the arm I don't know what to do I said sir can I help you find a seat said no he said I'm Jesus and I've got a message for brother Hagen and I need to go up there and give it to him I said sir I said you are not going on that platform I said do you want me to get you a seat he said no I am Jesus he was adamant and he said, I have a message from God for Brother Hagin. And I did give it to him. Well, in my career path, there's an easy way to stop all this. With the head usher, Pastor David Hodges, he pastors now down in Gulfport, Mississippi. But he was the head usher for Brother Hagin then. He had by this time, the whole audience has got my attention. Brother Hagin's still up there, you know. If you didn't know him, he, he ain't even bothered by it. You know, they could die in front of his servant here, Spirit of faith, he didn't care, you know. He don't know Jesus is standing there. My God! <laughs> so I realized this is going to get ugly. You know what I mean? Now, we're Pentecostal folks, and we have got ugly. I mean, I've been in them chair breaking services, pew breaking services, but this is going to get ugly. Because I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the sweep on him. You know what I mean? Just take my leg, kick his little skinny legs out from underneath him, and catch him up under his chin right there with a right hook of fellowship, and just say, slain in the spirit, and take him out of there. My God. (laughs) Under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I'm here to tell you. (laughs) But by this time, before I could get to that point... Here come Pastor Dave Hodges. Of course, he's a pastor now. Then he wasn't. He was the head usher for Dan Egan. He said, "Randy, he said, what is it?" Because everybody's looking at us, you know. I said, "This man says he's Jesus," and I said, "He won't go to his seat." He said, "Well, don't hit him," because <laughs> he seen it was on me. You knew you'd be anointed for things. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I knew he wouldn't get to Dan Hagen. Ain't no way he's going up there. No matter what he's got, gun, pistol, rifle, I don't care. You're not going. (laughs) And he said, let me talk to him. Pastor Dave was so diplomatic. I mean, he he just had that anointing of love gushing out of him. And I had the killing anointing on me. My God. (laughs) We'll stop as heathen. Of course, I've learned a little bit, not a lot, but a, lot, a little bit since that time, you know. And he went to talking to that and done a lot of soliloquies. You have to be in other services to this man. And he finally convinced this fellow to go back here and later on, we'll see if we'll, Dad Hagen will talk to you. He finally, I mean, it took us about 10 minutes. I mean, this is why Brother Hagen's still walking back and forth, you know, teaching and carrying on so we get him to the back so we got on radios because we're talking to security mr larry johnson he was over all security for kenneth Hagin ministries your pastors probably remember him and knowing so we called him on the radio david said mr johnson and he said yes dave he said what's going on down there because he'd been watching no security was all around you know and of course most people didn't know it but there was security there all the time and uh and uh, he said, what's going on down there? i seen Randy out there with him, and i seen you go out there. What is it? He said, Mr. Johnson, he said, this man says he's Jesus, and he wants to talk to Brother Haken. He said, oh, my God, Brother Dave. He said, don't let him get away. I've been looking for him for 2,000 years. <laughs> 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 Two thousand Jesus came and nobody knew it right in the middle of us. (laughs) The problem got resolved. We got him up to the security headquarters, which is a a room there in the facilities. They talked to him, finally got him stabilized. And believe it or not, Brother Hagin allowed him to come back in the meetings. But he had to sit down and everything. And he got help after time. He would have got a lot more help than he got if they'd have let me help him. You know what I mean by (laughs) But, but they wouldn't. I encourage you in the ministry of helps, pray. You're anointed of God. It's an anointed position. And the rewards are going to be just as great for you as it is for me or any other ministry office or ministry gift. We appreciate you. I know your pastors appreciate you. They talk highly of you. and We thank God for you. Now, that's not my message. But you know how y'all are. Y'all drag me down these roads and <laughs> tell all these stories. And let's pray. Father.